0: Tonight's presentation is brought to you by Bellari SPA. All roads lead to Bellari. A lap around Montefino. Gareth Byram once equated a lap at Montefino to a running of the bulls if it were held in some shop with a lot of fragile things. Porcelain, maybe, but by a different name. Historic, picturesque, glamorous, romantic, and fraught with peril. Malcolm Holloway described it as dicey at its most controlled, Benito Moretti called it foolishly reckless before his tragic death at the acclaimed circuit in 1971. A race that would be outlawed, stripped from the calendar if not for its prestige, said Spanish racing superstar Antonio Flores. The only thing to warrant the danger of Montefino is a victory at Montefino a feat awarded only to perfection. Since 1926, the world's top drivers have gathered on the scenic shores of the Italian Riviera, the most prestigious race in all of motorsport. Hobnobbing with the world's wealthiest and social elite, The once small fishing village of Montefino is the crown jewel of road racing disciplines across the globe. From touring cars and GT, to the open wheel formulas, which are part of a multi-tiered program governed by the International Motorsports Association. Here, young racing talents show off their skills and climb the ranks, from Delta through Beta, chomping at the bit for a seat in the premier echelon. Formula Alpha, Motorsports' preeminent racing series, and on the fourth Sunday in August, arguably the biggest stage in all of sports, the Montefino Grand Prix. With the 83rd running of the prominent race a mere week away, traditionally held on the final day of the Montefino Biscotti Festival, the city is buzzing with excitement. By land, air, and sea, hundreds of thousands pour into the exclusive resort town of the microstate capital by the same name, and the Italian region of Tuvoli by the Ligurian Sea. It is an atmosphere like none other. At 2.46 miles, consisting of 20 turns with minimal overtaking opportunities, The Chicurto de Montefino runs on closed city streets and takes nearly a month and a half to set up. Barriers, curbs, even the grounds for the popular biscotti garden, where biscotti and racing fans alike purchase wristbands for an unlimited sampling of the area's famous nut and seed infused biscuits. Team principal for the privateer Nielsen-Wilhelm racing team, Scott Wilhelm Jr., stated that in their nine years of running the Grand Prix, with nine retirements resulting from issues of reliability, contact, or a coarse streaker in 2004, the glazed cinnamon raisin biscotti remains a deliciously sweet consolation. Still, all eyes remain fixed to the circuit, the true star of the weekend. Revered sports writer and racing enthusiast Damien Higgins once wrote, start to finish, high and low, on the inside and the out, hard on the brakes or flat out. It shimmers in the golden light running off the sea, thousands of kilometers of myth and magic, the immortality of Montefino. Sector 1. A lap around the legendary street circuit begins with a short sprint off the grid along the vibrant Camarone Viale, heart of Montefino's commercial district. Home to extravagant designers like Conte, Portier, and Bruno Gallo, who turned heads at Milan Fashion Week earlier this year with their cargo turban worn by Czech supermodel Martina Sedlock, and accessory-style consultant Michael Costa called elegant and practical. Rumors leading into race week have the 2018 model of the year painting the town Bellari red on the arm of Jannik Riker, three-time German world champion and closed-toe sandals designer, whose recent creation, the men's yak-hair-hoof, was shown off in a St. Petersburg-staged collaboration with yacht-chic linen master Benjamin Tweed. Racing down the champion's esplanade, drivers jockey for early position before the high-speed sweeping left-hander of the iconic La Capella Rosa curve. Named after the cafe situated at the base of the hill, Known for their fish stew and horseradish clam coolers, owner of La Capella Bernice Catalona, eagerly awaits the influx of racing teams and tourists. Every night's a celebration, she says, and to anyone nursing a hangover or looking to start off a proper day of spectating on the right foot, she recommends the same to everyone. Capella Rosa's hearty breakfast drink made with white wine and fish stock a whole prawn, bay leaves, a dash of black pepper, and a spritz of seawater for the soul, as well as any lingering mouth sores as Montefino's party scene runs rampant with carefree tendencies. And with every drink comes an official kiss from the 87-year-old restaurateur and town treasure. Patrons are made aware of the cafe's full lip service by a somewhat shrine of a sign above the bar hanging next to a black-and-white photo of Bunny, as the locals know her, at age 15, winning the 1948 title of Miss Montefino. Climbing 41.3 meters at an 18% gradient, Capella Rosa ascends through the narrowing streets of the old town, as residents crowd the balconies of their brightly colored houses lining the road. A deafening couloir of cheers and high-octane racing seizes the senses as spectators watch the field of racers charge up the hill under their feet. Vibrations and bursts of engine and throttle shake the foundations of the centuries-old structures. On the opening lap of the 1971 Grand Prix, British driver Ian Matcher, after starting at the back of the grid due to a brush with the wall and qualifying, made up eight positions off the start before flying up Capella Rosa flat out. This in an era when lifting off the throttle into turn one was vital. Somehow miraculously keeping his Yakota camera-sponsored BV-71 Extra out of the barriers and remarkably gaining three more positions, Matcher later stated that a bee trapped inside his helmet caused him to miss his deceleration mark. The 1966 Montefino victor and world champion managed to muster 12 tours from the circuit before retiring from the race with numerous bee stings to the face, swelling his eyes virtually shut. The following year, Matcher returned to the Italian coast wearing a black and yellow striped fire suit with stinger and matching helmet. It bore a distinctive signature on the back, the 4 winged devil. Unfortunately, Matcher would receive his second consecutive DNF in the north of Italy, after his commemorative stinger proved an unmanageable discomfort, which the team could not remove due to a contractual agreement with Golden Makers Honey. After cresting Capella Rosa, drivers enter a heavy braking zone for the 100-degree right-hand corner of Santa Agnella, named for the church sitting just back from the barriers. Its landmark bell tower still stands tall over the old town, although the main building today is chiefly used for the church's lucrative production of rosary beads. Handcrafted to varying sizes, these religious Montefino staples are the work of two Vatican-sanctioned crafters putting in a grueling 16-hour work week. The Centinella beads are praised for their prayer properties, boasting an impressive answered to non answered response ratio. Before every race, Bishop Ezio da Pisa gathers with the locals at sunrise to pray for the safety of the drivers and their girlfriends. As the annual allure of Montefino brings out to the circuit both the wives and the girlfriends. In 1986, wife of driver Oliver Graham and his then girlfriend engaged publicly in a bare knuckle bra in the center of the Piazza del Mar after running into one another wearing the same gifted couture jacket by LaBelle. The scrap escalated when Italian reporter Silviana Nucci, wielding a wired microphone, entered the monument roped ring sporting her own high sewn white denim customization by the French designer. A known style worn and celebrated by Graham throughout his career. The racing and fashion worlds alike called him the white denim wizard because in addition to his fashion sense, his style of racing seemed sorcery. This flattering handle became the premise for the 1985 Choose Your Own Adventure book, The Endless Race, by acclaimed children's author, P.D. Pennyback. Readers follow the 300-year-old white-clad wizard and five-time Formula Alpha world champion, Oliver Graham, trapped in a never-ending fantasy-set Montefino Grand Prix. Controlled by a malevolent entity in the sky with a skull for a face, causing accidents and creating obstacles brandished from their orb-infused scepter. Murmurs ran through the 1993 paddock when actress Sandra Michels, girlfriend of Brazilian phenom Edson Sosa, was poisoned with a powerful stool softener while dining at the waterside Restaurante La Luna. Sosa's wife at the time, Catalina Marseille, although not legally, giving the ongoing marriage annulment to former grid girl Guinevere Stiles, was suspected of administrating the colon cocktail after an engineer from the American Jack Ralph Racing Team noticed Miss Marseille at the restaurant that evening, making out with a busboy by the bathroom. After Santagnella, it's back on the gas for the slight uphill strait with a fortified left-hand kink known as Castle. Formerly the Castle Strait runs along the towering stone wall of Montefino's 800-year-old Castello dell'Armi, perched on the hillside. Built by the Osani family in 1347, after obtaining the land and the trade of a slightly used goat and what local historians call aggressive inbreeding, the castle remains the oldest structure in all of Tuvoli. With the right-hand side of the racing surface sloping toward the sea, a break in the buildings creates a wondrous view of the city and marina below, before the straits' famed high-speed bend brings racers mere centimeters from the castle wall. Per tradition, spectators use colored chalk to draw and write messages on the fortress stones. This year, many of the pastel sentiments bid farewell and thanks to the Finnish finisher, the fin to win, Heike Makinen. Makinen holds the Formula Alpha records for both consecutive starts and driving the furthest without the use of hands, an achievement which stands unrivaled at a distance of four laps around De Larga. A full three tours more than Hugh Nevin's astonishing 1979 final lap at the equally distant Wellington Park, a lap that witnessed the blustery Brit prodding around the course at a crawl in his number 66 Lee Jackman entry, stuck in fifth and with two dislocated shoulders, navigating the turns by frantically pounding his head against the steering wheel. In 1987, fans awoke on race day to find on the castle wall a large map detailing the whereabouts of the fabled lost treasure of Count Giuseppe Sisko. Youngster teammates Wesley Pratt and Giovanni Lorenzo from Team Lotera, the Belgian Wafer Company and three-time Constructors' Champion, continued their battle off the track, trying to outwit one another to the loot's location. After several other racers and a hat full of engineers missed the Grand Prix entirely, Courtesy of a humorous collection of brave and bumbling escapades, it was later revealed that the map was merely a promotional campaign for a new beachside liqueur bar on the other side of the peninsula, the Spritz Shack. Out of castle, drivers blast uphill, passing under the single-span Loreno Archbridge, where Duke Maffeo VIII, the wiggler, sister-cousin and brother-in-law to Olivero III, the docile, was hung by the neck after laying with someone from outside the family, before the second-gear, off-axis right-hander of Scarudo to complete Sector 1. At the highest point on the circuit, 56 meters above the lowest point, Turn Four Scarudo is considered today the first of only a few overtaking opportunities on these storied streets. Locking oneself to the gearbox of the driver ahead allows challengers to slingshot their racecraft around the outside through the exit of castle and position themselves for an inside line. Although a straightforward pass in the modern V6 turbo hybrid era, or for that matter the 1992 and 1993 seasons that welcomed robotic arm braces and self-steering cars to eliminate driver fatigue, in 1975 more nerve was needed when the dashing and daring American driver Eric Smits did it famously on two wheels. Known for his tail-happy, elbows-out style of racing, the blonde haired ex surfer in 1974 Logs Magazine Centerfold, August issue, made a late lunge into Scarudo and was squeezed on the inside by his championship rival and lead Bellari driver, the wild South African Danny Jordan. Smits caught the curb and pitched the right side of his Jack Ralph TR1 machine into the air in spectacular fashion. Acclaimed Formula Alpha photographer Sid Sidney Lubo captured the incredible moment through the lens of his camera, a photo that upon closer examination revealed the racing heartthrob gesturing to Jordan with his middle finger while completing the pass with half his wheels off the road. Join me this entire race weekend for our special summer event as we continue our lap around Montefino with Sectors 2 and 3. This has been a production of Thaddeus Ellenberg's Casual Friday. Written in red by Thaddeus Ellenberg. With an introduction by Nicole Kelisich. and artwork by Adrian Lobel. This series is independently produced by Thaddeus Allenberg. To find more episodes and information, visit our website at tecasualfriday.com or email us at contact.casualfriday at gmail.com.